This is an audio sermon recorded at Highway 71 Church of Christ in Alma, Arkansas. We are Christians seeking to worship God in spirit and in truth. We would love for you to worship with us at 1030 on Sunday mornings at 1808 Highway 71 North in Alma, Arkansas. It is a blessing for Alma and I to be here with you all. I don't know some of you that well. I know some of you. But thank you for inviting me to be here. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You know, as we go through our lives, how was your week this past week? How was your day today? Were you tempted? Were you angry? Did you argue with someone? Or were you on the other side rejoicing because the Lord has given us one more day to be alive? How do we react? Every single day in our lives, there's problems and there's rejoice. Attitude is what's going to make it through the day. But the most important attitude that we must have is that we know that we are the children of God. And he's always with us, no matter what happens. See, all of us can be described in our every single day as going on a boat in a calm sea, and we see a storm up front. And then some of us are in the middle of the storm as we were this morning. You could cut the tension with a knife here as we found out about red. See, everything is going, chaos is going on. The walls are coming down. The ceiling is up on our heads. And we don't know what to do. And sometimes that crushes us. No, some of us have just left the storm. And we see the thunder, we see the lightning, but now it's back to calm seas. Is that how you describe your life this past week? Is that how you describe your life every single day as we continue on? You know, this morning I had something planned for the whole week to preach to you all. And just as the, we got here, I changed it. I don't have a PowerPoint, so we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're going to read the Bible. You know, sometimes we get too fancy with all those things, but we forget that the Scriptures is the one that talks to us. Let me ask you a question. How many times a week do you pray? Well, the response usually is, well, at least seven times a week, right? Seven days. Some of us pray 14 times a week. Ain't that awesome? That is wonderful. We are talking to God. We're asking him to bless us. The second question is, how often do you open the Bible and read it? Well, sometimes Sunday morning when we meet. Sometimes Sunday night if we meet. Sometimes Wednesday night. So, 
are you telling me that what you have to tell God is more important than what he's going to tell us? And this is the only way he talks to us. How are we doing with our lives? I just want to encourage you. I want to exhort you that it doesn't matter what's happening in life, in your life, in my life. God is overall. This morning I'm going to be at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1 through 10. And this I pulled it out of my archives, so we're going to just study the Bible here. In what happened this morning and what's happening in our lives, we can read here in the first 10 verses of 1 Thessalonians. Therefore, we, when we no, could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone. And sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and encourage you concerning the faith. Let us be people of faith. And that's what his concern was here. He says that no one should be shaken by those afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. For in fact, we told you before when we were with you that we would suffer tribulation. Just as it happened and you know. For the, this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I sent to know your faith. Lest some mean the, by some means the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain. Then on verse 6 he says, But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love. And that you always have good remembrance of us. Greatly desiring to see us as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, in all our afflictions and distress, we are comforted concerning your faith. For now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can be rendered to God for you. For all the joy with which we rejoice for your sakes before our God. Night and day praying exceedingly that we may see your face and the perfect, what is lacking in your faith. As we read these verses, we can read the concern that Paul had for those who he loved. And we love each other. And we care for each other. We're really good about taking care of each other in this ark that we are. We are in a river of faith. We're in this church, we're in this congregation, holding hands and being there for each other when something goes wrong. And as we go through the river of faith, sometimes we forget that on each side there's thunder, there's somebody drowning, and we forget that outside these four walls there's people dying without Christ. Yes, we can take care of each other, but we also need to take care of those who either we found on the road, or at the store, and take care of them, just as we take care of each other. Paul here is concerned 
that he is treating them like a nursing mother. He sends Timothy out there. And as he goes here, he's absent from them. And he's, he's longing to see what's going on with them. Just as this morning, you know, I asked, well, can we cancel and let's go look for him? No, I think, you know, let's, let's stay here. Let's worship the Lord. See, our concern for one another and all the troubles and spiritual problems that we have, we should be just like Paul in these verses. See, in the first four verses, he did not want them to be shaken from their faith. How is your faith this morning, this last week? See, we don't have to worry about tomorrow because God has already been there and he knows what's going to happen in your life. We don't know what's going to happen in an hour when we get out of here. We don't know what's happening at the end of the day. We don't know what's going to happen next week. But we do know that in the present Today is a present. He has given you another day to survive, to live here, to help someone. And he was concerned about their faith. And as he concerns this about their faith, we are concerned with each other. We help each other. We care. We cry together. You know, sometimes people just don't need for you and give them a sermon when they're in trouble, when they're hurting. All they just want is somebody to go and give him a hug and cry with him. That's all we want. There's a story about a little boy that said he walks in into, into his house and he says, his mom says, where you been? Well, I was helping Joey to fix his bicycle. What do you mean you were trying to help him? You don't even know anything about the bikes. He says, no, but I just sat there with him and cried. See, that's how we should be in our lives. Concerned that we are concerned for you and that we love you and that we care for you. All this is insinuated by sending Timothy to him. He says that he's left alone in Athens. And as he's going through this here, you know, he doesn't have his brother to aid him there. But he sends him out for the concern that he had. There are two reasons why he sent them. In verse 2 says, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith. To know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain. He's got that spiritual concern for them. And we have concerns for each other and our spiritual well-being. I don't know where you are in your walk with God. You can be at the beginning, you can be at the middle, or you're almost at the end. Is it spring, summer, fall, or is it winter in your life? Some of you might never started the walk with Jesus Christ. And today is the day that you need to obey. But he was, once he found out and he came back, 
you know, as red was found, you could just exhale. Even though, you know, sometimes we shake and all that, but that once the good news come back, it's okay all over again. As he returns with the good news, he says, Now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love, and you always have good remembrance of us, greatly desiring to see us as we do too also. This is their faith. This is their love here. You know, there's a great desire that Paul has. And then he says that in, in verse 7 through 9, Therefore, brethren, in all the afflictions and desires, we were comforted concerning your faith. Everything is all right. Everything is going to be fine. God is in control of our lives. And then he says on verse 10, Night and day praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect and, perf and perfect the lacking of your faith. See, that's one thing with me. Sometimes I can speak Spanish or English. So, you know, bear with me. As we look at this here, he's concerned with their own afflictions, the distress in their faith. And he's praying day and night. In sending out Timothy to their concern. What are you doing with your prayer life? Are you listening to him through his word every single day? See, our concerns for our brethren, sometimes we have anxiety with them. We cry with them. We're concerned about the welfare, especially of all those who are weak weak in the body. You know, it's amazing. You know, I always tell everybody, whatever you do, don't get old, young people. Because it hurts. Sometimes in the mornings when I get up and nothing hurts in my body, I start touching myself if I'm still alive. Because something's got to hurt. See, do we extend this help? Have we tried to call, to write, or just to get in contact with him? Just like Paul, they're sending uh, Timothy there. We need to make sacrifices for others. Have you ever had or looked at your schedule and somebody calls and you can't even fit him in that schedule? I've been there. Run to baseball games with my son. He was going to get a scholarship. I didn't have enough money. Sundays we were somewhere playing, somewhere in the United States. And then somebody would call, oh, there's going to be a meeting. Oh, my goodness, I can't be there. He's got a game. Those are the things that we need to extend help to others. If we've got to experience the joy once we hear that everything is okay in their life and in my life, everything is going to be all right. They might have been in the middle of the storm, but now we're in calm seas and we're here for each other. See, for now we live, we stand fast in the Lord. Prayers, prayers are so helpful. You know, I send a lot of prayers by text. Because every morning when I get up, the first hour that I spend is in prayer. And when your name comes to me and I have your number, I'll let you know. 
That's how concerned I'm for everyone. There's a reason why they came in, 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 in my thoughts as I was praying. The Lord, the Holy Spirit is guiding me to see what's going on. And you will be surprised after the text in what situation they were. Prayer is very important in our lives. Paul prayed exceedingly night and day. And, you know, as we experience trials every single day, we just got to hug each other and cry with each other. There's a much joy that comes when we see our brothers walking in faith and we're walking with them and holding hands. You know, I hope that at the end of our journey on this temporary uh, journey that we have on this earth, I pray that if we're at the goal, the goal line, and I can't make it, and I'm barely making it there, I hope you go and carry me and cross me across to the other side and be with God forever. And if you are on that same situation, I pray that I go and get you and get you across the line. Because we're in it together. We're in this ark. We're in this congregation, in this church to help each other. There's a reason why God put you in this uh, assembly here, in this congregation. There's a purpose why he let you live one more day. All these things he has filled with thanksgiving and the joy at hearing of what had happened there. In verse 3 and 4 says, For I rejoice greatly, greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you. Just as you walk in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. 3 John 3 and 4. There's no greater joy for me to hear of the good things that this church is doing. Of the steps that you're taking to be better at serving the Lord here inside and in the community. You know, when we hear of all those things, it just brings joy to, to me and to us. I love to hear when they post that somebody was baptized because here I am. Man, I ain't doing anything for the Lord. I haven't had any baptisms. It doesn't matter how many baptisms we have. It's how much seed have we planted. Somebody else is going to water it. But ultimately, God is going to give the increase. All concerns for his brethren might spark our own concern for each other. He says, for now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. Are you going to hang on to God's hand? May he fill your heart with peace today and the rest of the, of the week. May he give you endurance to support all those fiery darts that the enemy throws in front of you, in your path. May you be hanging on to him of whatever happened in your life. See, I don't know where you are, like I said. But if today everything is crumbling around you, the walls are coming down, the roofs are crashing in, this is the time that you need a prayer. A prayer from the congregation. 
is like I grew up very poor in government homes. Sometimes at the end of the month, we didn't have any food to eat. When we came at the night and we turned on the lights, the roaches would run away from the light. That's where you are. The enemy wants you to be in the darkness. It's about time that you put some sunshine in your life. Turn on the light. The Satan will scurry away just like the roaches did. You know, I don't know if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. Or you have gone by the wayside. But today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We hope you have enjoyed this message recorded at Highway 71 Church of Christ. If you have questions concerning this message or would like to set up a study, please call 479-647-2658. May God bless you.